This is Comfortably Uncomfortable, the podcast about getting out of your routine comfort zone and feeling a little uncomfortable so that you can have the life that you've always desired. Comfortably Uncomfortable with Stephanie Lee starts right now. Hello, this is Stephanie, and I am completely, utterly, totally, well, you guessed it, comfortably uncomfortable. And you know what? I hope you are too. And you know what else? If I could, I'd come over there right now and shake that uncomfortable feeling right out of you. But you know what? I can't, so I won't. Listen, on this week's episode, I am talking about a cautionary tale, a tale that happened to me oh so many years ago. Well, it wasn't that long ago. (laughs) It was when I was 27. So let's get into it. And let me just preface it by saying it is a cautionary tale. It is a warning, warning, warning (laughs) tale. And it is something that I don't wish on anybody. But I did learn a lesson. And it does go back to one of the great natural laws of the universe, much like polarity is a great natural law of the universe. The law of polarity works the same way as this law that we're going to discuss later on in this episode. So let me just tell you about my story that happened when I was 27 years old. And that wasn't that long ago, as I have mentioned. Well, 27 years old, to me, signifies the best age I've ever been, the best time I've ever had, and the best life that I could ever have wanted. When I was 27 years old, I had achieved so many great things. And so I was so happy at that time in my life. And forever, that will stand as the best year of my life because of things that I did good and things that I didn't do so well. And guess what? I learned from both. Well, let's go back to when I was 27 and think about what was going on when I was 27. Well, I had just broken up from a long-term relationship and moved into a city from a small town. And I not only had a great job at a Connecticut YMCA, but I was a fitness instructor and a fitness specialist. So I loved that aspect. I was working out all the time and I loved being at the Y. I loved the people there and I loved the freedom that I had. I finally had the freedom of not being in a relationship and being able to do exactly what I wanted, which was great, right? Everybody feels that that is fantastic. And when you're young and you can do that and you're having a great time, you're going out with your friends and your coworkers, it's so fantastic. So that is the backstory to my cautionary tale. Now, when I was that age, I did go out sometimes with coworkers and we had a great time. But in this one particular time, it was a pivotal moment for me. And it is a time that has always stuck out in my head and I will never forget it. And I will never be the same ever again. And I knew that right when it happened. Isn't it funny that way? But it's true. So let me place you here in my life when I was 27 years old and we were going out to dinner. Well, my friend and I wanted to go eat Mexican. This was a casual friend who was a member at the YMCA. So we went to this Mexican restaurant. Great. They had great Mexican food and great frozen margaritas, which I love, except now I can't drink them because I get brain freeze. (laughs) But at the time, we had a couple of rounds with our meal And then the table next to us, which had all men there that were about the same age, bought us a couple of rounds too. So if I had stopped drinking at this point, I would have been fine to drive home. And that would have been something that would have happened. And this wouldn't even have been a story that I'm talking about 20 years later. Okay, give or take. (laughs) Maybe it's 25 years. 
But this would never have been a story that I had to remember if I had just gotten in my car at that point after dinner and gone home. But my friend and I went to the bar and we had a couple more rounds. Actually, I don't know how much we had to drink, but it was enough to say, wow, when I stood up, the room was spinning and I couldn't believe how drunk I was. I don't think I'd been that drunk ever, 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 ever. And I'm a lightweight and I don't drink a lot, just so you know. So here we were just wrapping up and getting our bill and paying. And my friend lived in the town where the YMCA was, just one town over from where I am right now. It was a great experience for her. She got in her car and she went home. No big deal. She lived with her parents and that was great for her. I, on the other hand, got in my car and felt sick. And I was really very sick in the stomach, more or less. I wasn't like nauseous sick. I was just feeling very, very unhappy with how the night had gone. And my drinking had progressed in such a way that I could not drive home. And I knew that. And so I sat there in my car and I said, I wonder if I could just sleep in my car for a couple of hours. I was so tired at that point. It was around 2 a.m. And I knew that I really couldn't do that because everybody was leaving, the staff was leaving, and they were looking at my car. And if I had left it there or if I had just fallen asleep, they would have really been a bad scene. They probably would have called the cops, <laughs> which they probably should have. <laughs> at that point, I was really drunk, but I wanted to go home. I really did. And I wanted to go home because I had work the next day. Now, not early in the morning, but I had work the next day. So I really wanted to go home. So the option to sleep in my car was not really an option. It was just a fleeting thought. <laughs> so at that point, I reach over and get my glasses that I need for my driving. And they were wireframe glasses. And one of the lenses popped out right at that moment. Never popped out, really, hardly ever. Now at that point when I'm drunk, they pop out. And I can't see. So I don't have glasses. And my vision is impaired anyway. And on top of it, I'm drunk and I'm feeling sick. So what am I going to do? I'm in a situation here, right? So I get on the road and I say, well, I'll just go really slowly. Now I had to go on the highway, which was not that easy. And I should never have been even driving. And highway driving is really not fun anyway for me, but especially because I was under the influence, right? And any kind of cop that's there anywhere, some cop somewhere should have given me a ticket and put me under that jailhouse, not in it. <laughs> As my mother used to say, under the jailhouse, because what I was doing was really bad. And I deserve to be under the jailhouse, not in the jailhouse. So there I was driving home. And it was a bad scene. I felt vulnerable. I felt really disoriented. And I was drunk. So I really didn't feel right. And it just was a bad feeling I had. That was a pivotal moment. And that was when I knew that something had to change. And I don't remember much else besides just getting up and getting ready for work. But one thing I did know is that I was not happy with that behavior. And I wasn't going to do it ever again. That one evening was a pivotal moment in my life. Why was it pivotal? Well, when you look at all the circumstances that were lined up against me, and for me to make it home, that was pivotal that I thought about, wow, you know, I, I could have really hurt myself or somebody else. And I could have ruined many families 
by killing somebody and killing myself. I could have changed many lives by doing that. And I was irresponsible. I just couldn't live with myself being so irresponsible. I just felt horrible about that. And so I vowed never to do that again under those influences, under the circumstances. Now, I'm not saying I don't drink now, but I am very, very cautious about how I do drink and I make sure that it's in a proper way. So let's talk about this. My tale was that I had all these things happen and then the effect was that I was impaired and I couldn't drive home correctly, right? So I was drinking and it was fun, yes, but the effect was I couldn't drive home and I was very, very anxious. I was upset. I was distraught, I was irresponsible, and I could have really hurt someone. So now we'll go into the law, the great natural law of the universe, the law of laws, as Ralph Waldo Emerson called it, the law of laws, the law of laws, the big law, the law that you need to understand, and everybody needs to understand, the law of cause and effect. What is that? Well, like every law and like the law of polarity that was in a couple episodes back, the law of cause and effect is always in action. It's always happening. It's happening right now. It's happening right where you are. It's happening if you're walking on earth and it's happening until the day that you're not walking on earth. It's happening. It will forever be happening. And that's just a fact. And knowing that a cause will create an effect, we can now understand that everything we do will create an outcome that we want. The cause is, for example, perhaps you've had a fight with your spouse. And the effect is from that fight, you get separated. That would be a cause and effect. The cause in my case was I was drinking and I drank too much. And the effect, which was horrible, was me driving home, but it could have really been bad. I could have been under the jailhouse. I could have killed someone. So that is cause and effect. And why is this law so important to us is that we have control over our lives now. We can see that we have control over our lives and that we, much like the law of polarity, we can dictate how we will live using this law, the law of laws of cause and effect. It's such a cool thing to realize, and yet we don't realize it until it's maybe too late. But here's the cool thing about the law of cause and effect. All you have to do is worry about the cause. All you have to do is being a good person and doing what you think is morally right, is right for you, is right for your family, and the effect will take care of itself. Don't worry about the effect. Just worry about the cause. That is the rule of thumb about this law, is you don't think about the effect. Maybe you do, but you think more about the cause. What is the cause? How is my action going to affect the result? How is my action, when I'm dealing with my kids, going to affect the result? Are they going to stop talking to me for two weeks if I start yelling at them about using their cell phone? Yes, probably. But is that a good thing or a bad thing? That is the cause and effect, and it is always in play. Now, in my example, I was just lucky enough, and there's no such thing as luck, but I was just 
fortunate enough that nothing seriously happened to me or anyone else. So we know that what you do will give you the results you want. That's as simple as that. There's no better way to put it. The law of cause and effect is doing something and then getting the results. Whatever it is that you're doing, you'll get the results that product of whatever it is you're doing gives you. So that is important to know. Now, how can we now start using that law of cause and effect to our advantage? Because we're always using it. How can we use it to our advantage? Well, before you start out on your day, before you leave the house, remember some of these laws. Remember the law of polarity, the law of opposites. Remember the law of cause and effect. Everything that you do creates a result. And if it's not the results you want, then maybe you want to change what you're doing. That is as simple as that. It's such a simple law, but people make these laws seem so difficult. They're not difficult. They are easy if you just remember as you're going through your day that you have the power. You are sitting in the power seat. You have the power to affect your outcome in life forever. So for the next couple of days or maybe till next week, until the next episode, perhaps a week away, just think about your results. Think about what you want, how you want your life to be shaped. Think about what you want out of life. Do you want a better job? Do you want a greater career? Do you want bigger happiness? Do you want to travel? What do you want that can be controlled by what you do? Well, everything can be controlled by what we do, but what can you specifically work on for this next week that you can say, okay, I'm going to aim towards that result and my input will affect that result. So how can you do that? We will be exploring this more and more and more, these great laws of the universe, these natural laws of the universe. But for this one week, seven days, I want you to think about what you want your results to be and how it might be affected by your cause or by your whatever you do. If it's something that you're not doing, do it and see what happens, right? Do the opposite. (laughs) Use the law of polarity to use the law of cause and effect and see how that can change in your life, how you can get what you want out of your life. And it becomes such a freeing feeling for, you know, all these people that learn these natural laws of the universe. Now, I want to state something here that's very important that I just thought of when I'm telling this story. And I thought of it last night as I was trying to formulate the episode here, is that if someone had gotten me a taxi and had gotten me home, it would not have had the same effect. It would not be a pivotal moment. I would have probably continued on a path that I would not have wanted to. I would have continued to get the effects that I was getting. I would not have changed because there was not a pivotal moment. There has to be this shakable moment that happens and this big thing that happens that makes real impact and makes you pivot and makes you want to change. Now, I will also say that if someone had driven me home or I had taken a taxi or something like that, my life could have been completely different. Not only could I have ended up in the jail, well, everything that you do can change in a moment. It can change like that. It can change so quickly. We all need to understand these natural laws of the universe because they're there to help us and there's no escaping them right? Remember, if you're here on earth, if you're walking on earth, (laughs) you're living by the laws of 
the universe, the natural laws of the universe. That's it. Listen, that's my cautionary tale, my warning, warning, warning tale. And I hope that you have enjoyed it. But I hope that you have actually explored something that you hadn't thought about before. Well, listen, I would love to know if you are using the law of cause and effect to your advantage. (laughs) And you can get in touch with me by emailing me at gettingcu at gmail.com. That's getting and the letters cu at gmail.com. Or you can email me. My email address is stephanie at comfortablyuncomfortable.fm. And I would love for you to go to comfortablyuncomfortable.fm to listen to all those great episodes that you want to listen to. I know you do. Those past episodes that you want to listen to of Comfortably Uncomfortable, as well as my daily podcasts, my daily Comfortable Uncomfortables. And guess what? Also my blog posts. They're all there. And you can get to social media from that website, comfortablyuncomfortable.fm. I would love for you to also visit me at anchor.fm slash Stephanie Lee. That's it. You know what? That's my episode. And I hope that you will use the law of cause and effect to get the effects that you want, the results that you want from the actions that you do. That's it. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye.